you change what up <laughs> welcome in to another episode of the not your normal podcast brought to you by kai film i film cinema cinema for everyone this podcast is available on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud or wherever you fools get your podcast aaron good morning or for you it's probably good night how are you doing young man yeah this episode's just two sleep deprived podcast hosts yeah. Kyler hadn't had much sleep. I've had almost zero sleep. I am pure exhausted. Pure, I can't even talk. I am pure exhausted. That's pure, what you no, said. no, no. Pure exhaustation. Exhaustation? Yeah. That's not, that's not, and that's not English. I'm pure exhaustation personified right here. And I got to go work a double today. Your language that just, you just spoke is not correct. Dude, I'm... I'm Your so pure exhaustion. Pure exhaustion. Is, you said that you, that's not what you said. I am pure exhaustion personified. Yes, but that that's not sense. what you yeah, said. Yeah, I don't know what I said. You said um, exhaustation. Dude. <laughs> what is exhaustation? Red Lobster has been grabbing my ears and effing my butt for about the past two <laughs> months. Like, it's been awful. Oh, yeah. Before Kyler continues about his ear butt experience, <laughs> um... Um, extra uh, NYMP. I got it as a topic. It's mine. That's but it's mine, so I'm gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> NYMP extra cast. Um, the first episode came out yesterday. You're listening to this on Friday, so it came out yesterday. It's with my friend Riley. Um, go check it out. It's on all podcast platforms. Under this podcast, it's just a sub a subcast. <coughs> Check it out. <coughs> Sorry. Can I turn this mic off? Or can I turn this fan off? It's cold as poop in here. I'm chilly. I'm a cold little boy. Aaron, you think you'll ever be able to flip water bottles like me? That's the first topic. Check this yes. shit out. Whoops. You suck. Watch this. Wow. Man. Dab on them haters. One of two. <laughs> um, the first topic I want to talk about today is cops. Not the TV show. Mm-hmm. So, Tuesday night... Um, I'm driving home from work, and I think I worked a double that day. Yeah, I worked a double, so I'm exhausted, and I'm driving on Highway 82 going to Ravenna, and I'm on the phone with my dad. I've got him hooked up to my speaker. I don't know why you just said something that reminded me of something that happened last night. Go so ahead. once you finish it, no, finish the story. I think you'll think it's funny. Continue. Why are you so sweaty? Huh? I was watching Cops. I'm not sweaty. I know you're not watching Cops, because Cops doesn't start till four. <laughs> Step Brothers. Um, anyway, um, so I'm driving I'm driving down the highway, and I'm going 76 miles an hour. I've got my, my cruise on. Yep. Not going to get pulled over. You don't pull somebody over, going one over. That's very I'm true. I'm literally cruising. Nobody else is on the road. And I got my phone in the passenger seat, talking to my dad through my speaker on my car. And there's a sheriff sitting off the highway in someone's driveway with his lights on, like facing the highway. So I pass him, and I told my dad I was like, "Oh, hold on, I'm, it's a sheriff. I'm, I'm passing a sheriff." I was like, "I'm not speeding. I'm not doing anything wrong." He's like, "Okay." Sheriff comes out from behind me, and this was right like the bridge that goes to Savoy, you know, on 82. Yes. Okay, in between Savoy and then like Ector, he's right there in between. He pulls out behind me, follows me, all the way into Ravenna. Nobody else is behind me at all. Follow like no one else is on the road. It's like eleven o'clock. Follows me all the way to Ravenna for like fifteen miles, way out of his jurisdiction. Now, 
gets super close, like very close. If I'd have hit my brakes, he'd have ran. In, I should have done that. He'd have ran into the back of me. Mm-hmm. Runs my plates. I know that's what he's doing. Runs my plates. Follows me all the way into Ravenna. And then at the post office in Ravenna, puts his blinker on, goes in the post office, turns around and goes back the other way. Hmm. I almost, like, I almost did it. I was like, man, if I wasn't tired and they weren't waiting for me to get home, Brittany and the boys, I would have definitely turned around, drove to the post office, stopped, pulled up next to him and be like, what is your problem? Hmm. Why would you follow me for 15 miles? I'm driving home from work. You probably missed somebody going 100 on the highway because you want to follow me. 100%, yeah. I don't, like... Have you ever, whenever you pass a, uh, like, whenever, if you're, like, when you're speeding, because I've been in the car with you when, when you've been speeding and I got don't pulled speed. over. <laughs> Kyler, I remember this like it was 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Me and you going to a basketball game. In Savoy. In Savoy, driving down Highway 82, you're going 100 plus miles per hour in a 70. <laughs> 75. Oh, sorry, a 75. You're well over 30 miles, going 30 miles. I'm 24 over. over. Huh? When he clocked me, I was at 99. When, when he clocked you, <laughs> you were nine, You were at 24 miles over. You were not going 24 miles over. We were running late. Whenever he turned his lights on. Do you remember what I said to him? I remember he goes, you know how fast you were going? And he, you go... I forgot what you said, but he said, I clocked you going 99. And you said, yeah, I saw you down that hill and I slowed down. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he says, um, you know, I pulled you over speeding. Yep. You know how fast you're on? I said, pretty fast. He's like, yeah, I clocked you going 99. I was like, okay, well, I was going faster, but I saw you yeah. slowed down. Well, I was in the car with Peyton once going to uh, Waffle House at like two o'clock in the morning. And... He gets pulled over going like a hundred and a seventy-five. Oh no! And the cop clocks him at ninety-five, so twenty over. And <laughs> he goes, "You know how fast you're going back there, son?" And he goes, "I don't think I was going that fast, sir." Excuse me. <laughs> he goes, "I clocked you at 95, 96. And he goes, "Really?" Well, you see, I got to get this thing. I got to get this. And he he goes, "Word for word, I got to get this baby up to speed." On the speedometer and rubs the dash and smacks it and goes, you got to get her going before she can start cruising. He goes, yeah, I don't think it works that way, son. He goes, ah, she does. I know her like, I know her like the backside of my hand. It <laughs> smacks the What's dash again. And the cop goes, you're mighty funny. Where are you from? He goes, I'm down the road from Sherman. I live out in the country. We got done throwing some hay. We're going to Waffle House right now. Figured I'll take the boys out, get them a treat, and goes, "Oh, y'all have a good night." What the fuck is going on? I'm gonna start being a redneck. The cops, they pull up. Heidi, Peyton, and so Peyton's truck mm. manual. It's almost done, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's very cool. nice. Um, gets pulled over, leaving Applebee's. Why'd you go to Applebee's? He didn't go. To, he didn't eat at Applebee's. He wouldn't pick up. A Who the hell goes to Applebee's? Applebee's he, is closed anyway. Yeah, are they closed? Closed? I think so. Or are they because I I saw that like coronavirus hit everything closed mm. like even like when Red Lobster and stuff was closed mm. and then when everything reopened they were open for like a week yeah and then things got bad again in Texas and they closed again so I don't know if I don't like Applebee's me neither but he wouldn't picked up his he wouldn't picked up Eli and Eli can't drive mm. a manual 
He can't drive a stick shift. Yeah. So Peyton is intoxicated with beers open, like open container in his in his back cab. The bed. Oh, in the bed. Yeah. Okay. Cop pulls him over. Oh no. You been drinking tonight? Yeah, them beers back there. I threw those back, but I'm good to go. I'm a big old country boy. I can handle it. <laughs> Nothing. I've never seen Peyton get a ticket, ever. I don't. Like for for what he does, I've never seen him okay. get a ticket. I don't do anything. I was on I, I was on the phone with you when I got pulled over. I remember that for yeah. my brake for my not even my brake light for the light underneath my uh, uh, license plate. A light that you're not even required to have. The cop pulls me over because he was trying to run my plates and he couldn't read the one side. I've seen Peyton get... I was with Peyton one time when he got pulled over for that. A cop literally... We were driving down... Um, uh, I don't know the road, but you know the road that goes past like the gym through Kroger by like the the car auto shop or whatever. Yeah, no, Landmark yeah. Bank. Cop passed us. Turned around. Boy Lake. Huh? Boy Lake. Yes. Cop passed us, turned around, turned all the way around, middle of the road, lights on, pulled us over for the license plate light being out. You yeah. let him go, but I mean. Well, my license plate light is out. It was the first night the bars were open. Uh, and the big old, like, I'm not kidding, LeBron James. LeBron muscular black James. dude, tatted up, like 6'5", like 240. He was huge. He's asked me how I'm doing it. I'm like, good. He said, you know, I pulled you over. I said, not a single idea. He said, well, I was trying to run your plates back there by Bob Utter, and um, you got a light out on the license plate. And I said, it's not a ticket, is it? Oh, no, sir. I was like, okay. He's like, I'm just giving you a warning. And then he stands there. So I give him my registration, I give him, or I give him my uh, insurance. And he says, uh, ask me where I came from. And I said, I just got off work from Red Lobster. I worked a double. He's, where are you going? I said, going to my dad's. He lives 4603 Teresa Drive. And he's like, okay. And, um, He's like, you know, the bars opened up tonight, and I was like, yeah, I heard that. I got some people that I uh, that I work with that went over to uh, uh, rendezvous, and he was like, oh, okay. And I said, um, what I say? Oh, he's on his walkie. <clears throat> he reads out my last, or my driver's license number right in front of me, and he's talking, and he's like, okay, okay, you sure? Okay. And he goes. Um, I'm going to just step out of the vehicle. And I'm like, okay. And as I'm stepping out, he goes, you been doing any drinking tonight? And I said, not that I know of. I said, I just got off work. Have you ever been, other than that moment, have you ever been asked to get out of your car before yes. that? Yes. I've never been asked I have. to get out. Yeah, well, I've, been, the, 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 I've also haven't been, I can, I've been pulled over twice my whole life. Well, this is what I'm getting at is Peyton can do all that crap and get away with it. And I got off work. Didn't do anything. Was not speeding. Had a light that is not even required. You literally just pull me over, walk up. Hey man, your back license plate uh, light is out. Like on the, on the left side, you need to get that fixed. Okay, it costs like five dollars auto zone. Yeah. So he gets me out of the car, makes me walk a line, hmm. takes me to the back of my car. Another cop pulls up, walks up, flashlight in my car. They he asks, "Can we search your vehicle?" And I was like, yeah, I don't see why not. I've got nothing in there. And he was like, well, if you disagree, we'll, we'll get a warrant. We can stand here. And I'm like, go ahead and search my car. So he's searching my car. The cop takes everything out of my pockets. The massive dude pats me down, takes me back to his car, makes me do a breathalyzer test. Obviously, I blow a 0.00. 0. 
And I, I'm sitting there the whole time. I was like, man, I, was, I told to his face, like, are you serious? We just have to do this tonight. And I was like, I just got off work. And the other cop comes walking up, white dude comes walking back, shaking his head. And now I'm a smart ass. Mm-hmm. I looked right at him. I said, oh, you didn't find the weapons, drugs, and alcohol you were looking for? Cool. Can I go home? And they're like, the guy's like, yeah, you can go home. Sorry. And I said, don't have kids at home waiting on me or anything. I said, y'all have a good night. Thanks for wasting my time. Mm. Got my car. I was like, this is ridiculous. But with the current, with the current, um, state of the nation, state of the nation that we live in and the current perception of cops, you shouldn't, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not ever going to do anything. I obey the law. I don't do anything. I'm not violent. I'm not physical. Set a bad example. You follow me for 15 miles for no reason at all, yeah. just to be a nuisance. You're not doing your job. And you do that to somebody that is angry or that does not like cops to begin with. I don't have a problem with cops. Cops get on my nerves because of stuff like that. Like, yeah. I get you're doing your job, but you're overstepping a boundary most of the time. And I know people that, like, I support the police. I support Black Lives Matter. I support both groups. People, well, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. There's good cops. There's good people. There's just bad cops and bad people that make both groups look bad. But um, you're going to do that, and you're going to follow somebody out ba- out there by the river, you know? And they're going to turn around while they're driving, or somebody's going to turn on the passenger side and start shooting at you and kill you. Because you're going to piss people off. And, and I don't understand how that is okay. Like, I really... I'm At, at no point did I do anything... That would warrant not only to be followed even off the highway, because I was about three miles from my exit. You can follow me three miles. I'm cool. I'm getting off the highway. If you even want to follow me up a little farther, that's fine. I'm driving home. There's no reason to follow me for 15 miles. Yeah, that's true. When I guarantee you somebody behind me at 11 o'clock at night on Highway 82 was going 100 miles an hour right behind me that that cop missed because... You wanted to follow. You want to follow me fifteen plus miles for no reason, and you're way. He's a sheriff, way out of his jurisdiction at this point. Like I don't, I just, I don't understand. And um, I have a couple buddies who are cops, and I almost want to ask them, be like, what, what is the thinking when, when we do stuff like that? Like when you run my like with the one in Sherman, when you run my my plates. And my record's clean. Obviously, my record's clean. I don't do anything. And when you walk up and you ask me where I've been, and I tell you, yeah, I just got off work, and I'm dressed in my work clothes, and he asks, you know, how how is you know how's work been? How's tips been? I've made really really good money. And the people at the station tell you that you need to get me out of the car. Why I don't know. I'm a five nine white dude, skinny as a rail. You're six five LeBron James little brother. Like I I. I don't really understand. And then you have to search my vehicle. I don't understand. Like, I don't care. Search my car. There is nothing in there. I don't do any drugs. I don't have any liquor in my car. When the, the few times in the last six months that I've drank, it's right here with my dad. And I'll have one or two shots. And I don't go anywhere for two hours, three hours. I, don't, I literally don't break the law. The only time I break the law is if I accidentally go... Um, if I accidentally go 82 miles an hour because my crew's had on, which would be 10% over the speed limit, it'd be seven miles over the speed limit, which that's still not even speeding. It'd be like 84 miles an hour. Yeah. So, and I don't even mean to do that. I catch myself. I'm like, oh man, I put the cruise on, put the cruise on. Don't fight anybody. No drugs. Don't drink and drive. Really don't even drink. 
don't sexually assault people like half these celebrities. Like, I don't do any of these things. But yet, I feel like half the time, like, whenever I see a cop, I don't go, oh, man, there's a cop around. I go, oh, shit, there's a cop around. Like, I get nervous. This isn't a bash on cops. I'm just saying that pissed me off. Like, really? I walked in the front door at home, and I looked right at Brittany, and she's like, what's wrong? She could tell. She goes, what's wrong? I said, I understand why cops or why people have the perception they do of police officers. And she's like, why? I said, I just got followed all the way out here. And I said, if I wasn't coming home to you, I would have turned around when he stopped at the post office and turned back around and rolled in my window and be like, what is your problem? I'll get out of the car. We can talk. What is your problem? Why would you follow me that far? I didn't do anything. I'm not, I'm going home. It's, I mean, is, is that not a form of harassment in a way? Because now I'm driving all nervous because you're right, literally from you to me going 55 miles an hour, a table length right behind me. If I tap the brakes, he's running into the back of me. I should have done it. I should have hit my brakes and let him run in the back of me. There was a, I don't think it's harassment. It feels like it. It doesn't make me feel comfortable. It makes me feel uncomfortable when a cop's it's, driving behind me. I don't me. think it's harassment. I Well, from a police officer, it's not officer. It's not going to be harassment. Not what you're doing your job. They're doing their job. Anybody else that does it, though, yeah. That's a form, I guess it could be considered a form of harassment. I almost called you like a month ago. I called my dad because I was like, I don't know what to do in this situation. I was leaving. What was I leaving? It wasn't like, uh, it was about a month ago. I was leaving. Uh, I was leaving my friend's house. I was leaving Justin, my friend Justin's house. Yeah. I pulled out of his driveway, like out of, well, not his driveway, but the street he lives yeah, on. Yeah. I take a, a turn right to go home. There's a black, like, like a Nissan Altima or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I got no clue. But they pull out behind me and they're, you know, they're following me. But we're just, I'm like, oh, they're just going down the same road or whatever. About, I'm over by, Justin lives over by Fairview Park. And at one of the stop signs, like right next to the Fairview Elementary School, I come to the stop sign and obviously they're behind me. I'm going straight. They had their blinker on. And whenever I went straight, they kept going straight. Their blinker went off. Then their lights went off. I drove all the way down, all the way, made a right because it was a wreck on, I don't know, some road. So I was like, I don't want to wait, you know, yeah. for all this. So I made a right. They're behind me still. I'm like, well, this is a little weird because their, their lights are off. And I double tap my brakes to let them know like hey your you know your lights are off or whatever nothing now they're directly behind me i make a left they go behind me i'm like well this is a little strange now i'm gonna see how long they stay behind me went all the way down here to this quick trip over here mm -hmm. pulled into the parking lot sat there they're in the parking lot as well i back out they're right behind me i come all the way down this road over here that would take you to Texoma Parkway. Yeah. Make a right. They're all they're still behind me. It's like eleven o'clock at night now. I get all the way over to by my house. They're still behind me. And oh, I'm like, you told me this. I'm not gonna pull into my house in my driveway. No. It's really strange. I do almost three laps around Sherman before they just don't they're not behind me anymore. Going all which ways. I call my dad on like lap two. I'm like, hey, there's this black car following me with my lights off. I don't know what to do right now. You probably should call the police for real. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do right now. He goes, are you at home? Did you go home? I was like, no, nah, I'm just driving around. Sherman. Hell no, I didn't go home. <laughs> he was like, yeah, just keep doing that. And what, like, if you go to a stop sign or a red light, run it. 
And then finally they stopped following me. Well, like, I don't want this to get twisted. I'm not bashing, like, like I said, I have friends who are cops. I got a friend that's a detective. I got a friend that went through the, uh, the entire police program with Sherman and stuff like that. And when I watch videos where, like, online, I'm like, look at this police brutality. And, like, the person's, like, fighting back and stuff, and they beat the shit out of them. I don't feel bad for the person at all. I'm like, comply with the officer, and you won't get the hell beat out of you. Yeah. But that conflicts my views when I'm like, when stuff get like off happens, me. Yeah. Get off me. Why are you seven feet from my car, if that far, yeah. going 55 miles an hour while I'm driving the speed limit? I just put my cruise on the whole time, all the way home, and then took my cruise off when it was drops down to 50, and then just went down to 40, 35. When I went to 35, I'm talking, like I said, five feet, maybe, right behind me, from about 55 all the way to, to 35, which is a good two miles. There's also a time it's where annoying. I was- my I was with Matthew and John John and I forgot I was with my we were with my dad. I forgot what we were doing, like why we were out in Bodunk, Texas. We were out in the middle of nowhere though. And my dad stopped to get gas. I forgot where we were coming back from, but we were You were in Honey Grove. No, no, we were in Toco? No, Toco Small. We we, I don't know where we were. Wherever we were at though, it was very tiny. I saw no cars, but we needed gas, and we pulled up in this gas station, and there was a, there, I mean, there was a car there, and there was another car. There was two cars there. We went inside. I got, like, a Gatorade or whatever, and my dad got gas. Matthew and John John were in the car, and then these four guys, like, came in, and they, I just remember my dad going, yeah, we need, we need to go. And I was like, all right. I was young. I was, like, 12, maybe, 13. And they were, whenever he said that, I looked at the guys and they were giving us like really strange looks. White. Yeah. And we got in the car and we left and we pulled out and we're on this road. Like I'm telling you, we're in the middle of nowhere. There's no street lights. It's a, it's a very country road. Like it's a county road. My dad turns his high beams on, obviously, because we're in Texas and there's a bunch of deer here. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, we're sitting in this car, and we're all, me, Matthew, and John John are in the back seat because there's a lot of shit in the front seat. And my dad just goes, put on your seatbelts real quick. And put on our seatbelts real quick. And then my dad just slams on his brakes. Slams on his brakes. Hard as he can. And all of a sudden, he slams on his brakes, and I hear, there was a car trailing us with their lights off for like, I don't know how long, but it was the the dudes from that gas station we stopped at. They're probably Klansmen. And they just swerved off the road. And then my dad sped up and he drove away. And then I saw their headlights come on. And I was like, what the the fuck's going Mm -hmm. on? They're probably Klansmen. I'm being serious. Probably. Or like some white power group. That's for crazy. Um, That was fun. Like I said, not the point of that was I was not trying to bash cops because. I love almost dying. But yeah, I'm almost getting killed. I'm almost getting lynched. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying, like that just bothers me. Like, come on, you don't have yeah. anything else to do but follow the little, the little white kid home. Like, come on. Um, I was listening to the 100th episode. Yep. We just shout out bullshit and assume that it's fact. Like the 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 97 episodes ago, we talked about fighting our dads. First of those episode five. Oh. Way wrong. I don't think Hayden's been a guest 15 times either. I think he's been a guest like nine or eight. 
No, no, because I was scrolling through and I, I counted the ones where he was the the, the host, and there That's were three scary. of those, like you said. And I was looking through and I I didn't look through all of them, but I got to like maybe like episode forty, and there was only four or five other occasions, so like nine times, ten times. Yeah. Also, just for the record, Jared Bowman's small. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't know. I'm trying to get Trey. Trey. Uh, Bowen, their last names are very close. Yeah, Bowman, Bowen. I'm trying to get Trey Bowen on this podcast. I told him you need to come on the podcast. Every time I see him at the gym, I straight. Don't. Every single time I see him at the gym, he's dodging it. I don't blame him <laughs> because he knows. Not only did I did I break him on the court, I'll verbally break him on this podcast. He can't match me on the court. He can't match me in a in a discussion. He can't match me on the sticks. You name it, I'm probably better than him at it. Maybe. No, I am. Okay. Not a maybe. But um, I have a second topic. We really talked about that for, what, 20 minutes? 25. Jesus. I got a second topic. It's oh, did you watch that promo video I sent you of Israel Adesanya and Paulo Costa? I did not. I was driving. <laughs> okay. I was The reason I sent it to you and the reason I watched it was because I watch, um, for those who don't know, Chael Sonnen, his <laughs> YouTube channel, where he, I mean, he's a fight analyst. He's one. I think he's one of the best fight analysts, other than maybe Graham. DC and because DC does like fight analysts and mm-hmm. stuff. He'll be doing a lot great. of it now. Yeah, he'll be doing. Uh, yeah, he's gonna do a lot of it. A lot of it. Um, DC and Joe Rogan, but they've been in and around the sport. They're basically who Joe Rogan. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, I mean, they've been around the sport their whole lives. But Chael Sonnen, I like Chael Sonnen's YouTube because he. I mean, first of all, he he's not contracted with anybody because he's not a UFC fighter anymore. He's not contracted with anybody to sort of sway perception. Yeah, he all his YouTube stuff is him himself, so he gives his his opinion, like his actual opinion. And he was talking about the promo that for Israel Adesanya and Paulo Costa. He said it's the second best fight promo he's ever seen behind one. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder who he's, who he's talking about. And he said, Connor, Connor versus Nate. Jose. Oh, Jose. And I was like, I don't think I ever saw the promo for Connor and Jose. And then he continued talking about it. He said, and the only reason Paulo Costa and Israel Adesanya's isn't number one is because the Connor-Jose fight was so big for the promo, they shut down the Las Vegas Strip to record it, to film it. Really? It's... <laughs> I watched it. I watched it after he did it because I had never seen it before. So I looked it up. They shut down the the strip beginning at the Bellagio, all the way down through Caesar's Palace. Dang! And got a hundred Irish fans and Conor McGregor. They filmed it on different days, obviously. They got one hundred and something plus Irish fans and Conor McGregor. To walk down one side of the strip, like marching wise, and then like I'm assuming another day they had Jose and a bunch of Brazilian fans mm-hmm. walk down the other side, and then they edited it together. But it's just Connor and Jose like doing this slow mo like walk thing with all their fans behind them to uh, No Church in the Wild. The the but the chorus part of Frank Ocean singing. Hmm. I was like, oh man, it's actually a really good promo. That's gross because it, and I think the song the lyrics are. What's a, what's, what's a, because at the time, Jose, what's a king or what's a, 
Yeah. What's a king to a God? What's a God to a non-believer? Mm-hmm. And it's because, and they made it, they did the cuts to where it sort of resembled the lyrics to the song, which was at the time, Jose was what featherweight champ for 10 years undefeated. The, he was the original featherweight champ. And then it shows Connor and said, what's a king? Because he was calling himself the king of the featherweights. But Jose was like, yeah, oh, you're watching it right now? Yeah. It's only 40 seconds long. Yeah. What's a king to a god? And what's a god to a non-believer? What's a god to a non-believer who don't believe in anything? Wow, they shut down the strip for this? Yeah. This is real. This is very, very, like, well filmed as well and edited. Yeah. This yeah. is gross. Yeah, no, that, that promo is... Oh! <laughs> you know what? This is kind of how the fight went. Look at this. Watch <laughs> this. This is kind of how the fight went. Oh, that spitting back kick? <laughs> yeah, no, the promo of it... That's gross. The cut story was like, what's a king to a guy? And they showed a king, Conor McGregor, to a god because Jose was like the god of the featherweights, undefeated for 10 years. Not anymore. And then it went back to Conor and said, what's a god to a non-believer? Because Connor, I mean, Connor murked him in 14 seconds. Jesus. But the Paulo Costa, Israel Adesanya thing, their promo is really good because they have a genuine hatred for one another. I don't know where it stemmed from, but they really just don't like each other. I can't wait for that fight. Like me and Jared. I'm taking Izzy over. I'm taking, I'm taking Izzy. Sort of hard to. So but, I'm like Connor and Jared's like Jose. Yes. <laughs> this is the Roast Jared podcast brought to you by High Film Cinema. As uh, I forgot who coined the phrase. I, I want to say it was. I forgot who I forgot who coined it. I want to say it was somebody like. Uh, I want to say it was Chael Sonnen because Chael Sonnen was a shit talker when he was in the UFC, was fighting. Somebody's O has got to go. Yeah. Because they're both undefeated. And you're taking Izzy. I'm I'm taking Israel Asanya. I have to. There's a reason he. There's a reason he's a a champ. Two years into his UFC career, I'll set out this one. Oh. And I also believe precision beats power. And timing beats speed. That's a Connor phrase. Uh, Israel Asanya says, "I don't throw and I don't pray. No, I don't throw." My ears hurt. I got baby ears. I don't throw and pray. I aim and fire. So, hmm. do I got the ears of a toddler? I don't we think, were talking about this before. Yeah, I don't think Israel Adesanya knocks him out, though. No, I think he no. decision. I think it's a decision. I don't. I think it's a unanimous decision. I think he picks him apart. Just he stays on the outside and jab, uppercut, kick, and picks Paulo Costa apart. Watch for um, watch for that front kick. Oh, to the stomach. Yeah. By that, Israel Asanya to, shut to well, shut down. well, I'm I'm saying watch for that front kick to keep distance. Yeah, I I, I feel like he'll he'll throw that a lot. They're both big too. They're he'll huge. also throw that. It's a, it's from the it's from a karate discipline. We were watching that Connor video. Yeah. That like kind of kick to the leg. That real fast like front kick to the leg. Yeah. That too. I, keeps, I feel like him on the outside. I feel like Izzy will do that a lot. He'll just kind of keep a distance and just score points the whole fight. Yep. Um. Oh, also the Sugar Sean. There's an update. Oh, yeah, he's it done. was. It was the leg kick that Cheeto threw, but it didn't hurt him. 
Apparently, it's John Jones made it really popular. That low calf kick. Apparently, it does a lot of damage. Apparently, there's a nerve line in the back in the back of your calf on mm-hmm. both of them that's connected somewhere in your. I don't know where it goes, but apparently, if you kick that hard enough or enough times, it shuts down that leg. I don't know why. I just... It doesn't hurt. It just shuts it down to where like you. It, it's almost like when your leg goes asleep. He kicked Sean in it, and it shut his leg down. And that's whenever he stepped. That's whenever his yeah. ankle rolled. Rolled. I don't know why I thought about this. What's the movie where the dude cuts the guy's Achilles tendon, and then the little or the little girl, the girl puts her finger up through the car wash, and he just cuts the tip of her finger off with scissors? I have no clue. I have no multiple <laughs> movies where I saw someone's Achilles get cut. Though. Yeah, that's disgusting. Um, it happened in Saw. Dude, my freaking ears hurt. It happened in Saw. The dude was at his car, and the dude was. Laying underneath yeah. his car and he cut his Achilles there. That would hurt so bad. And then it happened in the remake, the new one of Pet Cemetery, where the little girl, the old man, was walking down the stairs and she reached and cut his Achilles. If somebody cut my Achilles, you know what I would do? Nothing. You'd fall. No, I would knock down my two free throws and I'd kick their ass like Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, I freak my ears. I have, to- we, we talked about this before the podcast. I have toddler ears. And you thought I was talking about the size of my ears. With little kids or like babies, not even babies, even Silas, but like toddlers, they're, I think there's like eustachian tubes or whatever, the tubes in your ears that curl. When you're older, they curl more so that water can drain out of them easier. But when you're when you're smaller, they're not as big and they're not as developed, so water holds. So you, that's, that's why little kids get ear infections all the time. Dude, my ears hurt like once like once or twice every two or three months. I have an ear infection, like, like I said, once or twice every two or three months. It's ridiculous. I have a little baby ears. I'm a toddler. A Hayden, small man. Um, I wish Hayden was here for this one because I was gonna. I guess I'll talk to him whenever it come. Whenever he comes back, whenever we have him on, I want to ask him about his opinion on something on Warzone. There's a a glitch in the game. I don't know why this just popped into my head, but there's a gun that has a shotgun attachment to the bottom of it, and it's lethal from like fifty yards. It doesn't make sense. Say you're out by the, the tree in your front yard right now, and I see you, and I use the shotgun, like the under barrel, and I shoot you. It's like a one shot. It makes no sense. <laughs> I was running yesterday playing with Ray, and I just heard, Dum! and like a split second later, I was down. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck did I get hit with? <laughs> Ray goes, where are you at? I went, I'm, Dead. Down, I'm down behind a tree. And he goes, all right, cool. And I said, watch out for somebody. They have something. They have something crazy. I see Ray. <laughs> I see Ray running, and I see a guy pop out from behind a tree and just shoot him, and Ray just goes down. And I went, Ray, mother sucker. <laughs> I went, what the fuck was that? Then I watched his kill cam. So I had to do some research on it. Apparently it's, I don't know. I guess they're going to. Sounds like it. me on the basketball court. I'm lethal from 50 yards out. Speaking of the basketball court, last night. It's 150 feet. Last night there was this kid in there. By far. One of the worst basketball players I have ever seen in my life. You ever seen yourself play? Yes, I'm very good. Um, have you ever, you know, those people that go in the gym that I try really hard? No, oh. they just, they just almost looks like they've never touched a basketball before. They know what basketball is. But whenever they have a ball in their hands, their body just can't do what you're supposed to do. You're 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 really confused how they were even able to open the gym door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we only had nine, and we needed a tenth, and we were like, "Hey, man, you want to play? We're just 
Get sure, his, guys. Yes, that kid. Had his suspenders on his glasses. Let's Dude, ball, he, fellas. He had jeans on. Oh, God. He had jeans. Hey, I hope he broke somebody. He had jeans on. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. He's on our team. And it's me um, and a couple other people. And uh, Thomas was on my team. And I was just playing because I lifted before and I didn't want to run on the treadmill. I just needed to run a little bit. So we were playing. I was just basically running up and down the court, just passing. And this kid gets the ball. And there's this guy on the other team that's guarding him. He was like, I, I want to guard him. I want to take it light. I don't want to do a lot. And What color was this kid? White. Okay. Very white. <laughs> The so color white, of that bottle. Clear. Yes. The so white on white crime. <laughs> yes. You don't see uh, that a lot. They're both they were both that color. They're that both bottle. Larry Bird yes. clear. But the other kid that was on the other team was a strap. He can shoot the lights Not out. Not anymore, apparently. This kid, I pass him the ball and he like throws up like a Magic Johnson esque shot from two feet beyond the three point line. It goes all the way up in the air, almost touches the roof and goes in. The bottom. And then, of course, like just because he's terrible and the guy that's guarding him is actually good, we're like, oh, he's trash. He's lighting you up. Whose man is that? He gets butt hurt. Mm-hmm. So he starts playing a little harder. Kid comes down. Oh, the God. ball just happens to find him under the basket, and he throws up this weird, like, like weird. Just swings it over his happened. head. But the guy guarding him hits the ball and knocks the kid over it goes in. So now I'm, I think it's the funniest thing in the world. And one. Oh, and he blocks it and it still goes in? He, he tips it and it goes in. Oh, if he wouldn't have hit it, it probably would have missed. And he fouled him too. Yes. Goes in. Like, now, oh, this, and one. now this kid's flexing on yeah. the floor. <laughs> no, he just, he's, he's one of those kids. Like It went in and he doesn't know what and one and all that shit means. He's just in there to do something. He's just having a good. He's, yeah. just, he's just coming to play some ball. Oh, and I'm just yelling. And I was like, yo, that's fucking, yo, that's fucking lucky. He didn't mean to do that shit. I pass him the ball again. He throws up this hard ass like three from the middle of the three point line backboard straight in. Well, you better guard him. He's roast- got five points. It's like he's roasting your ass. And he goes, oh, "All right, all right." So he gets the ball and he starts doing the dribble move, and he makes his kid like stumble and he hits a three. And he was like, "Yeah, where's that shit talk now?" And I was like, "Oh, he's about to he sautéed your ass. What are you talking about?" <laughs> this kid comes down the court. Does he have the ball? No, I have the ball. Okay, smart. And I'm like, yo, Thomas, set him a screen. Get him the ball. He's on fire. I'm just hyping him up. I know he's not very mean. I give him the ball. Thomas sets him a screen. He runs around the three-point line very unathletically. Mm -hmm. I throw him the ball, and I might have put too much heat on it because it hit him in his chest. (laughs) And the ball hits the ground, and the kid, the other guy reaches for it. He didn't do anything crazy. Like, he just reached for it and he missed it. And the other kid picked it up. And I was like, yo, take him. Take him. And the kid, he just looked at me funny. Like, he had no idea what it yeah, meant. Yeah, what that means. He did the most unathletic snatch back I've ever seen in my life. Just put it out in front of him and pulled it back? No, he just, like, was dribbling towards the basket and he stopped really hard. And this other guy. <laughs> the, the, the guy with the strap. <laughs> He trips over his own feet, lands on his ass, oh, no. and falls backwards with his hands and legs sticking straight up in the air. Oh, no. <laughs> and the kid shoots it, and it goes in. Oh, God. Guy goes up and goes, nah, he pushed me. 
And I was like, no, he didn't. What are you talking about? You just got fucking scorpion dragged. <laughs> he, gets a, he gets up. He's angry. He goes down court. He's trying to do a post-up. Gets blocked. <laughs> Kid blocks him. <laughs> Not like throws it, but he blocks it. To the point where Thomas gets the ball, throws the kid running down. The unathletic kid is running full speed like Naruto <laughs> down court. Thomas throws him the ball. He gets it. Instant. For some reason, it's instant. Throws it up. Money. Game winner. Oh, Let's he's go good at home. every point. Let's go. He's like the greatest he's player of all time. I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Told the guy working the front desk. I was like, are you able to pull the camera footage? He goes, yeah, what for? So I don't want I want to see something real quick. He goes, all right. He pulls the camera footage. I'm not allowed to go in the office, but tomorrow when my friend Sean's working, I'm going to ask him to pull it up again so I can record it, and I'm going to put it everywhere, and I'm going to tag that kid that got murdered. He's going to be so mad. I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Um, you know what he looked like? He looked like the guy looked – what's his name? Uh, from Dexter's Laboratory. Maldrake. Like, yeah. That's what he looked like. Oh, gross. That guy, that guy crossed a athletic, ba- an actual basketball player, murdered him. Just, Scorpion, get over here. I have a story. Kill, killed him. I have a story kind of like I've that. I've never been more happy in my life. Um, it's always great seeing an asshole get worked. Yeah, that's true. Um, yesterday, uh, me and... The group, the the fam, we all go over to my brother's for dinner. We go see my niece, uh, Cassie, Corey's and Ricky's baby. Oh, they had her baby? Mm-hmm. I had no clue. Yeah, And um, Corey tells me that there's, he's like, I have a video to show you. I'm like, okay. He says, I pulled it from the security footage at work. I was in the beer cooler and this happened. And he's got a box and he's up on a ladder and he's standing on it. He's standing on it side. You know I'm going this, don't you? Yeah. My brother. You know my brother. He's standing on it sideways, and he goes to step down, and he's two steps up, and he misses. Oh no! And he falls <laughs> off the ladder, face first, smashes on top of this box, and boxes just go everywhere. And I was like, I'm dying laughing. I was like, How did you not get hurt? He's like, I didn't land that hard. I was like, Corey, you had it right on your face. <laughs> I, I I just texted him. I said, Please send me the video of you falling. You know, I told, him, you know, I told him. I told him. Instead of following, I said, "You're falling in my dad's footsteps." Oh no! Oh no! Um, um, by the way, this episode was supposed to be recorded in on YouTube, but oh, yeah, due to uh, sleep deprivation between both of us, um, your regularly scheduled NYNP on YouTube will be back uh, on Tuesday, episode one hundred two. Yep. Um, I have a topic: Karen and mask. First off, where are we on time? About 45 minutes? 42. 42. I'm, I'm good at that. I yeah. Pretty, I can pretty much figure out. Um, I had a table the other night that came in. We closed at 8.30. They came in at 8.15, and there was nine of them, which is ridiculous. Mm. At the table, this lady, she wanted to argue. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> she wanted to argue with Preston about why she doesn't have to wear a mask. And, well, well hold on. We're going to say real quick, because this is kind of long. My friend Emily that mm-hmm. I, that worked with at Starbucks, yeah. she's pregnant right now. Uh, oh God! What you are you ta- you already told me this? What she looks like? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> she put a thing up on her Snapchat story yesterday, and I <laughs> the way she was standing in the way because she's pregnant, she's in her third trimester. So 
So the way she was standing, she was standing sideways. So obviously her stomach is out because she has a fucking baby in there. And then like her back goes inward. Don't say baby of. like that. What? She had an effing baby in there. Well, she's got, got a sweet baby in there. She's growing a human. Yeah. Anyway. It's adorable. I went, you know what this reminds me of? And she goes, OMG, what? And I, <laughs> I sent her a picture of Randall Bonds from Monsters, Inc. The villain from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> when you said that, I knew you were talking about it. I couldn't remember his name. I was like, it's something Randall. I can't remember. And yeah, I Randall Bonds. And she goes, she, she starts laughing. And I said, or this. And I said, and I sent her another picture of Randall Boggs, and she goes, "Oh, I was thinking more along along the lines of this." And she sent me a picture of those bugs from Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing in the world because the way she was standing—that's what it looked like. She was, Jesus, what up, man? <laughs> what up, man? Smoking a cigar. Yeah. What up, man? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get somewhat serious for a second because it's annoying. Men in Black cracked me up. Men in Black's great. <laughs> Funny. The, the, the mask holes. Yeah. It's like assholes, but mask holes that come in. Oh, I don't have to wear a mask. It's, yeah. It's against, it's not, uh, uh, you're taking my rights away. I heard Colin Coward talk about this, and I've never agreed more on a topic with him in my entire life. Um, your freedom of speech is a right that the government can't use it against you. Yep. Your... Freedom to say whatever you want is a privilege. When you, that privilege is taken away, when you say something in a place you're not supposed to, there are consequences. Yeah. It's a privilege to be able to say some of the things that you can say if certain people are around. It's a yes. privilege. When yes. other people are around, that privilege is taken away. It is our privilege. It's not a right. It is our privilege to be able to wear what we want to wear. Yes. Because... If a nuclear blast happens somewhere in America, I'm not. I'm not trying to like jinx anything. But if like you know, if like us and Russia or us and North Korea or something get into it, um, your right to wear whatever you want gets taken away. You need to wear a hazmat suit now. That becomes mandated. If you leave your home, you probably need to wear a hazmat suit because there's radiation everywhere. Um, but Colin said that you don't have a right to not wear a mask. You had a privilege. It's a privilege to live in a country where you can dress the way you want to dress. Yes, you have a freedom of religion. That's a right. You can worship whatever you want. But if you want to worship, you know, kind of eerie, scary things, that's kind of a privilege. I mean, it's a right, but it's a privilege as well because you're opening yourself up for scrutiny. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say real quick, Showman's over there on 75. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a drive-in movie theater opening September 3rd. Oh, sweet. And their first showing will be Tenet. And I can't wait That's because I want to see that really bad. Isn't, hold on, isn't that a remake? No, it's the... What am the, I thinking it's, of? Uh, it's the movie... It's Christopher Nolan, and it has Robert Pattinson in it, and I'm James there. David Washington, and he's like a... I know what movie I'm thinking of. What? Uh, 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 Vacancy. Yeah. With Colin Farrell. Yes. That's good. That's what I was thinking of when you said Tenet. Yeah, Vacancy, it's a good movie. Tenet, it's about like a... I don't know what it's about. Honestly, I don't know what it's about. No one knows what it's about. Hmm. It's a it's scary movie. To, no, it's a it's Christopher Nolan and it has Robert Pattinson and oh. it takes place in like Gotham esque city. See Batman. Well, Robert Pattinson is I know, the new Batman. I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's the new Batman movie. It's called The Tenant. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Robert Pattinson. I just saw that just I'm Batman. 
apparently, um, apparently he's huge right now. I believe you. They all get jacked. They I mean, have to. Christian Bale didn't get big by any means, but he gained a little bit of weight, like muscle. Not he a got, lot. He got big. Not big, but he gained a little he, bit He of didn't weight. get big for his size. Yeah. Because he's not a small guy. No. You'll he sit, looks small, too, but he's not. Oh, Christian Bale's 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, he, look, he looks like my height. He's not He's not small by any means, but in like in hindsight, he did just get doing the mecha- machinist right before that movie where he was like 110 pounds. And then he got up to 220. Jesus. So he, yes, he got big. There's no way that's healthy. But um, <laughs> you, you want to cry about, I don't have to wear a mask. Um, you do because it's a state law. Yep. It, I believe it probably is a federal law at this point. I know in some states, if you get caught without a mask, it's a $250 fine. That's here. If you get caught again, it's a $500 fine. Mm-hmm. And if you get caught a third time, you go to jail. Yeah. So that is the law. Um, don't argue with me, an employee. Working, doing my job, wearing my mask, and everyone else in the restaurant's wearing their mask. Don't argue with me about why do I have to wear it to the table because it's the law. I didn't write the law. Um, you have rights as a citizen. You have the right to a freedom of speech that the government can't use against you. Other people, if I say something that you don't like, you can use it against me because my freedom of speech doesn't apply to you. It applies to the government. Yeah. My freedom of religion does not apply to you. It applies to the government to not infringe on me. I can worship whoever I want. Um, if people don't want to say anything about it, well, that's just a privilege. Um, not having to wear a mask for our entire lives has been a privilege. Now, in a state of emergency, in a pandemic, you, that privilege has been taken away. And instead of crying and complaining about it, comply. Because when you, I'm not saying fall in line, but when you don't comply, not only do you cause just unneeded stress and unneeded just, bullshit for the women that are at the front of our restaurant that set that set us they have to deal with your bullshit when they go yeah we need you to wear a mask oh i'm not i've seen i've seen probably two dozen people throw fits in the front of the restaurant and if i was up there i've actually done this i was standing up there and i said to a guy right to his face grown redneck man i said sir if you do not put this mask on on the way to your table and when you get up and leave we can't serve you i'm sorry it is not my he's that's ridiculous i said it's not my. It's not my decision. It's not the restaurant's decision. I said Greg Abbott and the state of Texas have have decided that. And I said, and if you have an issue with that, I said we can get an officer down here that can take care of it. And he turned and walked out of the restaurant, just, which my manager does not know that. So I really hope none of them listen to this. But <laughs> um, I, I mean that that's true. I didn't do any. I never said anything inappropriate. I didn't do anything. I just said it is a state yeah. mandated law. I didn't do this. I'm sorry, but you if you don't comply, we can't serve you. Yeah, now I have a. It's I don't ridiculous. Know, my stance on the whole mask thing is, I'm like whenever I go, like if I'm somewhere with Peyton, because Peyton's one of those people is like, I don't need to wear a mask. Get sick, and get everybody it's else sick. Even, it's not even that like you're gonna get sick. It's I think it's because the chances of you catching it, I think I mean is it's it, it's high for what it is, but it's not like crazy to where like if you go inside somewhere without a mask, you're gonna get it. It's not that bad, but it's I think it's it's more of a it's more of a safety thing. It's a lack anything. of respect. Yeah, that, exactly. I think it's very for other people. Yeah, it's not wearing a mask isn't for you. I mean, it is, but at the same time, it isn't for other it's people. For, it's for other people as well. Whenever you're not wearing a mask, it's very. I think it's very disrespectful, especially whenever you know. And I think that's a it's a Texas thing. It's a Texas state of mind, which it's conservative. Was, 
state. I don't. I don't think that's. It's that. It's because the the sayings of Texas is like Texas isn't a state. It's its own country no, type thing, not. and it's very because. That, but that's a saying. I know. I know. But no, it's not. It's a saying. I know. Yeah, it's not. It's a state, and but it's the Texas state of mind of like we're invincible type stuff almost because we're Texas or Texans. That happens to other people, not to me. Yeah. Yes. Not in small city Sherman. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, I mean, I think it's just a Texan state of mind because it's, and that's, I think that's the a reason that Texas has the most coronavirus cases now is because idiots, people are Max ignorant. Coles. Yeah, exactly. People are ignorant and people are just unrespectful of other people. Like, ah, coronavirus. I'm too strong to get coronavirus. That mentality. Wear your fucking masks. Well, this, wear your mask and give up your, you privilege. know, going, give up your privilege of going to your bars and your parties for three months. Like New York, New York, they're okay now. They don't have to wear, they, I mean, they don't have to wear, they don't have to wear masks, but they're wearing masks, but they have things opening back up because they complied. Well, it's, it's, it's like you decide that I'm not going to, I'm not wearing my mask and you have the virus and you don't know it. And you can be asymptomatic. Yeah. You walk by and you just turn your head and have a small cough. And there's people sitting right there. And the person that you just spit your garbage at that nasty crap that comes out of your stupid mouth, um, they have sickle cell anemia. You just fucked them. You just killed them. Yeah. Because I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. Well, that's somebody's son, daughter, grandson, granddaughter. That's somebody's grandma. Cough on my grandma and kill my grandma, and I find out that's because you didn't wear a mask and you threw a huge fit and complained. I'm coming to find you. Yeah. And it's not going to be good. Quit being assholes. Wear a mask. Quit arguing with people about they're doing their job. Yeah, just get over yourself. I think that's what, it's, that's what it boils down to is get over yourself. Have respect for other people. That's what it boils down to to me. But if if there's a if there is a like a disease that is only infectious through your ears, and the United States government says you have to wear socks on your ears to protect yourself, and that becomes a regulation, put socks on your damn ears. I know you're gonna look like a dumbass rabbit, but do it. <laughs> like it's it's not that hard. It's very very simple, and it's a lack of respect. It just pisses me off, and it gets on my nerves. I have a question. Huh. This has nothing to do with that. Okay. What do you think about that red the Reds announcer yesterday? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, really? Uh-uh. Reds announcer got fired on the spot. <laughs> you don't see that? Nope, I'm about to look it up. <laughs> Cincinnati Reds? Yep. Oh, my dad's probably my dad knows a lot of people from Cincinnati. I spelled Cincinnati wrong. Cincinnati Reds announcer. I spelled Cincinnati so wrong. Oh no, I didn't. Wow, well, I'm a genius. Oh yeah, I did. You know, I spelled Cincinnati. Oh. C-I-N-N-I-C-A-T-I. Yeah, that's wrong. Cincinnati is C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I. Yeah, you're way off. Cincinnati Reds announcer Tom Burnham, Burnham, Burnhamman suspended after using homophobic slur on air after Hot Mike catches anti-gay. So I kind of want to hear this. What team were, what, I think they were playing the, they were playing the Dodgers or the Giants, one of the two. You know what he said? Hold on. Oh, I'm about to find out what he said. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this. I want to find watching, out what he said. I was watching it, and you heard it. And you're like, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, I was watching it, and uh-huh. I heard it, and I instantly skipped back, and I the went, "Royals."
<laughs> How long is that video? 20 seconds. Huh? That's not it. I know what he said. Well, I'm about to find it. Video. There's a video of him apologizing as well. I just want to hear it. Like, I, I don't... He... It was such a slip up, and I instantly caught it. And I skipped back, and I went, "Oh, he's gonna be in trouble." He's a jinky. He's a jinky. That's not <laughs> as good. As soon as I heard it, I went, "Oh, he's done." You can't say that. Damn it! Can we say it? I mean, oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> you want me to play it? I'm sure. It's why 22 not? seconds long. This is a homophobic slur. Sorry. I just want to hear it. It's in- Bad capitals of the world. Yep. 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 In, talking about Cincinnati fans or or the Royals or whatever. Yeah. Oh my oh my. there's no way he said that. Yes he did. Yes he did. Yes he did. He didn't know they were back from commercial break nope, yet. Oh, no my Lord. He had no clue. First off, why are you saying that? Second off, oh, my yeah. God. That's yep. awful. Yep. When was that? Yesterday, like a yesterday. couple days ago? That was yesterday. Oh, my God. That was yesterday. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah. I, Which, caught, I caught that and skipped back, and I went, no. There's no way. Oh, yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's done for. So I just pulled him. Yeah. He won't have a job again. Probably. He's probably rich. He probably retired. But yeah. dude, it, if if you think about it, this is really really sad that this is where we live at, dude. We didn't even talk about drive-throughs or diarrhea. I'm disappointed. No, we did not. Oh, um, <laughs> I had a topic about diarrhea. Surprise, surprise. Um, if how am I trying to say this? There's a lot of people in the, in, in the world, like in our country, rich people that are like you're like, oh, that's a you know, they're so great, they're so awesome. 90, uh, I'm not throwing out that number, but I thought 90% of them, yeah. a bunch of them are either sexual predators, are involved in sex trafficking, or are extremely homophobic, racial, like racist, or misogynistic, something. They're like, it's, it's almost like when these people get rich, they have a sense of entitlement. And for some reason, I don't know why, we think it's okay to not only sexually assault and rape women, children which if you do that dude like i don't think i've cussed on this podcast today have i really have yes. i at all what have times. i said but not a lot no, i haven't no, dropped no. a hard one i'm about to drop a hard one okay dude if you I'm talking to you too aaron okay if you ever sexually assault or rapes one fuck you oh like, i agree what is wrong with you a, like a child I, really you're a disgusting monster i think Go to hell. That all that stuff I agree with you on the the racism thing and in wealthy people, I think it's a, I think it comes from generated wealth, and I don't generational wealth like from other people. Yes, like you grow up rich. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not. I I mean it is one hundred percent on them, but it's at the same time it's not because that's what they were taught and that's how they grew up. And I've said this before, which is it's you ha- still on you. You have a you have a conscience to like once you hit the. Like, I think the ages are 
like when you're 14, that's when you start making your own decision and your own music and stuff like that. That's around the time that you're a 14 is when you're in high school. That's when you're around your friends the most. You make your own decisions in music. And then, but growing up all the way until you're, you know, through high school and you're 18, that's when you're really sort of not learning who you are, but making decisions that will impact your, you know, your future and how you think. Yeah. And then that's really, that's all the way through, especially through college. And then up to age 30, because once after, I think after you hit 30, you're sort of pretty much set in your ways. That's how you're going to be. I've said that before. Yeah. I don't, it's just how they grew up. So if you grow up in a wealthy family and you hear them talk this way and they have this success and this is how they act. It's okay. Well. You think it's okay. I want to be successful. I need to do what they did. And that's sort of the mindset behind it, which is not not right at all. I no, don't agree with that wrong. 100%. I don't agree with that at all. But that's, it's. I mean, you can't 100% blame them. You can blame the people that you have to go down a family tree. But you have to blame whoever, not even down a family tree. You have to blame the people that after desegregation happened you have to blame them okay. because they taught it after segre- I mean after desegregation happened and blacks and whites were allowed to go to the same school and you know everything happened where black people were allowed to drink the same water fountain which yes. was crazy to me yes you, uh, after all you weren't of that, ever allowed to do the, that really like, what was the civil rights act 1964 after that the families that decided to keep the racism, that racist gene going, blame them. It's 100% their fault. I don't understand why you can never drink from the same water fountain. Like, really? What? Do black people have some, like, disease that if a white person <laughs> touches over drinks from the same water fountain, you'll catch it? Really? Like, I'd be the worst slave ever. <laughs> I'd be an amazing. Well, okay. I, I'd be an amazing slave. But well, I'd run I, every I, day. You'd I never say, catch me. I'd run every there's, day. There's, there's, oh, there'd be. There, I technically, if I was, if I grew up in that, like that's all I knew. Yeah, you wouldn't know any better. I wouldn't know any better. But if you dropped me now, oh, you wouldn't catch me. If you dropped me now into it, I'd either be killed because of my knowledge. <laughs> like this black dude's way too. He can smart. write. <laughs> this black dude's way too you hear smart. Me? So or, he can yeah, write. Yeah, like this black dude's way too smart. Or I would just. I don't know. They'd have to kill me. Because there's no way I'm complying. I'm like, take your shirt off, boy. You're getting three lashings today. Fuck you. What'd they, you say? <laughs> they go to lash your turn and catch the whip, pull out hand. Like, F off. He's different. <laughs> he's, he's different. He's scary. Um, I, I don't want to go into depth about this because we need to wrap this up pretty quick. You know I'm on... Sick dogs on me. I just choke them all out. You just, you just like, King Kong grab their jaws and snap their jaws like, like he does the... He's unkillable. <laughs> um, on the movie Django Unchained? Yeah. Dude. At the end, I, I, the first time I watched this, I did not catch it. Whenever Django, Jamie Foxx, yes. kills all the white people, and Samuel Jackson is standing at the door. My favorite part of that movie is what you're talking about. They come home from Calvin, Calvin, uh, Candy Land camp. Yeah, yeah. Come home from his funeral, and he's singing a bye-bye, and they go, oh, you're going to see Calvin in the bye-bye, all right. <laughs> he goes, uh, goes, you know what? I never knew until now maroon was my color. I uh, forgot the one of the, the women slaves' names. He goes, say goodbye to Miss Loretta. Huh? 
say bye. And he shoots her, and you can tell. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie, so she gets shot with a pistol, and she goes flying 20 feet. Yeah, it's too but much. But it's a, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. That's his That's his thing, whatever. And then he lets them run, and he goes, not you. What's Samuel L. Jackson's character's I name? I forgot. Well, he goes, not you. You're right where you belong. He said, in all your years of Candyland, you never saw a nigga quite like me. <laughs> he goes, you never, you say, you've seen all types of things down to niggas. Hands, legs, feet, but I noticed you never set kneecaps. Oh, he shoots him in yeah, the knee, some... and he goes, "I count six. <laughs> I count six shots, nigga. He goes, I got two guns, nigga. <laughs> my that's favorite. My, that's my favorite part. My favorite part of that movie is after that huge shoot off, <laughs> when Samuel L. Jackson is the only one still alive besides Django, besides Jamie Fox. Yeah, <laughs> and he's all hunched over, and he drops his cane and he stands straight up. Yeah, he was never hurt. He was never hurt. He just didn't want to work. He yeah. didn't want to do physical labor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's it. That's genius. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. He's a smart, smart. Oh, Quentin smart. Tarantino is great. But, um, <laughs> I count two guns. Make I count two guns. <laughs> I can't say that word. <laughs> I count two guns. It was so, it was just so, I mean, I don't know other, any other way to describe it, but smooth. Oh, I count shit. I count six shots, Nick. I got two guns, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it just it. First off, as far as you're saying, like you need to like it's your family's fault or whatever your ancestors, dude. It is, but then once you get like in the past forty years, after I give them until eighteen, because that's whenever you're most of the time you're going out to college. That's when you can make the conscience decision. That's when you're go. the dumbest. Yeah, college when you make the stupidest mistakes. That's whenever you decide who you're gonna be. That's up. That's up. at that point. It's on you to go. You know what? The world's not moving in that way anymore. I need to change my the the way I think and what I believe. If you don't, then that's oh on god. What? Corey sent me this video, real fast. I gotta see this. <laughs> Does that all look like it hurts? He said it doesn't hurt. He said it did not hurt. He falls right on his face. That's bad, isn't it? There's no way that he That's did not get hurt. Thing. I just like the way he falls and the box is fun. That's, <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, it's my favorite video ever. Um, but no, um, he fell in like parts. <laughs> the last okay, so for people that don't know, which I didn't know for the longest time actually, until what well, I don't remember how I I kind of found out. But I asked my grandparents, like, yeah, 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 our our ancestors did. Um, Durham, last name, um originate you know in around north carolina durham north carolina yeah where my family's kind of from well not my family but my ancestors a, from that area we should do a uh a genealogy what's it called there's ancestry.com there's, there's that there's that one and there's the other one where you send your swab of saliva and they can oh, tell you everywhere I'm you're not from doing that one why not because they take your information and sell it to people i don't think that's true anyway um there's no that's don't my, say that that's my not ans- factual yeah, don't, don't, listen to, don't listen to <laughs> my ancestors 23 and me. That's what it's called. 23 and me. My ancestors. 23 and me. Look up 23 and me. Send me and Kyler some some stuff. I want to do it. Look up 23 and me and Google relationship. It's insane. Just look it up. Okay. Um, Anyway. Don't listen to Kyler. Whatever he said is not true. 23 and me sponsor us. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm being serious. There's just like like conspiracy theory that like 23 and me and Google because they have family related that 23 and me like sells information to Google. I don't know if that's true. Google. I don't care. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. But um, like I said, I don't know if it's true. I would at love all. to work for. Google. Anyway, my family owned 
tobacco plantations. Oh. So what do you think? Yeah. Like, uh, obviously, it doesn't take a smart person to go, they probably had slaves. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm racist. Yeah, that's very true. At, at all. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you, I'm once you reach. To, I'm related to a guy that ate his, uh, his wife's heart. Jeffrey Dahmer? No. There's just a, a guy. That's disgusting. No wonder you're such a freak. <laughs> no, but 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 um, if once you reach, I think it's more about 35. Once you reach the age of 35, nobody's changed you in your ways. That's the way you're going to be the rest of your life. If you're racist, if you hate women, if you are homophobic, that's the way you're going to be. There's You can't change people, but there's definitely going to be consequences for your actions, like this yeah. guy right here. The Reds announcer, or yeah, but um, I just I I I don't understand how it's usually rich white men as well. How we think it's okay that if you're different than me, you're evil or you're wrong. Yeah. Like I'm better than women. I'm better because I have sex with women. I don't have sex with men. I'm not gay. So or I don't have sex with like I'm not a woman that has sex with women. I'm not a, a, a I'm not a gay person or a lesbian. So I'm better than you. So not only am I gonna throw out slurs like he said, like I'm gonna say it anyway. Like he said, like he said faggot. Yeah. Like first off, if you say that in in a derogatory, if you say it at all, if you say it in a derogatory term towards someone, you're going to hell. Yeah. Like I'm not standing here looking at the book of life, but I promise you, your name's probably not in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Like, if you think you're better than somebody because you're rich and because you're white and they're a different color or they're a different religion or they're a woman, there's people, there's still people that don't think that women should have the right to vote. Yeah. They can carry our babies and they can work and they can do things for society, but they can't elect officials. Shout out. I get into that debate. Like, all the time. homophobic people. Like, it only, makes me, it just The only me. debate I ever get into with people about women's pay or anything like that is whenever they, it's about women athletes' pay. Specifically, the women's national soccer team for the United States. Oh, they should make. Do they make more money than men? No, they should. They're they the make, only ones they that make win. One fourth of. They're the, the money. only ones that win. People are like no one watches women's soccer. I don't care. They've made no, it to three. People watch women's soccer. Oh yeah, they do. But I don't care. They could make. They could have zero fans there. They're winning. They've been to three World Cups in a row and won two of them. Um, pay them, Carly Lloyd. Pay yeah. her. She she had a, a goal from midfield. Pay her. Alex Morgan. Pay her. This whole hope solo is not on the team anymore. Is she? No. Megan Rapino. Pay her. And, and and here's something for you. She cold. If, <laughs> if you're a fan of the women's team USA soccer team, like the women's national team, and you're homophobic, those don't correlate. Yeah, they don't. Because no, they don't. more than half the teams are. I mean, they're they're Megan all. Rapinoe, yeah, they're yeah. most of them are lesbians. Alex so, Morgan just had a baby. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. But you can't. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You got to pick one. Yeah. You either don't like gay people or you're cool with it and you watch the women's soccer team. Like, you got to pick one. I 100%. They're awesome. I've, I've paid, <laughs> They're awesome. I've paid my money towards the women's soccer. I have two Alex Morgan jerseys. I don't care. I need to get a, a either a Carly Lloyd or a Megan Rapino. jersey. I want jersey. a Megan Rapino jersey. Megan really Rapinoe. Bad. I only got an Alex Morgan jersey because she rocks number 10. And oh, okay. people that wear number Kobe. 10 in soccer are the GOAT. Uh, Ronaldo wears seven. Huh? Ronaldo wears seven. Ronaldinho, the greatest soccer player of all time, oh, wore ten. The Brazilian himself. <laughs> Not, That's Lionel, Pedro's favorite player. Lionel Messi, ten. Neymar, ten. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Zlatan's gross. Ten. No, Wayne but, Rooney, ten. ten. I, I like Wayne Rooney. David Beckham, ten. Yeah, I don't like David Beckham that much. <laughs> He's cold though. Mm -hmm. But um, they all wear number ten. I don't remember. I was gonna say something. Shout out Neymar too. 
He made his first Champions League final. Oh, here's what I was gonna say. You should like this. You're gonna think I'm an idiot, and then we're gonna wrap this up. Okay. As, as, as far as like people that want to argue against women's pay, you should probably pay them more. Yeah. Because they're gonna work less. Okay. I have a reason for it. I'm not saying like they're gonna work less hours. I'm saying that men can't get pregnant. Yeah. Right. So for a single mom, maternity leave's not that great. And you got to be off for an extended period of time once you have the baby because your body's not going to let you go back to work. Yeah. So when a person's pregnant, you should probably be a decent person and up their pay a little bit so they make a little bit more money. And then when they have to go on maternity leave, they have money until they can come back to work. Yeah, I agree. So you should probably pay women maybe a little bit more than you pay men. And I'm a man saying that. So women, I got you. Dude, I'm about to lead up. Mm, not, not feminism. I think feminism is stupid. Like, women are better than men. No, 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 no. I'm about to lead an equality movement. Just, dude, that'd be great. We make a commercial. Kyler Durham is equality. It's just me and a bunch of, like, not a single, well, I'll let some white people, of course, but, like, a, just every different nationality, race, everybody. <laughs> just to, like, like, like the thing, we'll shut down the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> Good Lord. I just walk in, I go, oh, Bombay! That was the first time in history that the Las Vegas Strip had been shut down. That's crazy. All right, That's, I got to go to work. Yep, you do. What are you going to say, though, real quest? I was just saying that was the first time in history the Las Vegas Strip had been shut down. Also, Quentin Tarantino also got Hollywood Boulevard shut down for the first time in history whenever he filmed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know how this mic can pick up your tiny voice. You can find me on Snapchat, <laughs> KylerDurham21. Follow me there. I post the links to our podcast uh i can't talk on my stories i do this every single time on my stories i post a link to all of our podcast this podcast nymp every tuesday and friday aoc when that comes out here in a couple weeks every wednesday um the kso on monday i'll start posting i didn't know you posted the nymp extra yesterday i'll start posting that every thursday as well um i've said this for maybe two weeks in a row the school of kai is coming out we had some technical issues with the video but is it still salvageable uh no. Shit. Really? Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to black book that. I got I I don't know if I can redo that. Wait a couple wait a couple, you know, weeks or something like that where you don't remember exactly what you said. That's depressing. I like People, that video. Movies do that all the time. I People like that video. video. That was a, yeah. that was a good video. Just black book it. Have it for, you know, reference. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll redo yeah, it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um. Uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash mymp. That was really fast. All of our, uh, I'm like Macklemore, looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on there. <laughs> um, if you follow us there, or if you join the Patreon, your uh, subscription payment, whatever it's called, your whatever, goes to Feeding America. So if you don't wear a mask and you want to follow us, that's great. Join Patreon because your money that you send to us thinking you're supporting us actually supports people that are affected by the coronavirus from people like you. So exactly. So go ahead and follow us mask holes. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, that's really it for me. Aaron cross 15 on Snapchat, iPhone Aaron on Instagram and Twitter and all the podcasts by their given names on all social media platforms. That's it. Anything? Nope. Two guns.